Welcome to a Durban Christian Center South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. I've entitled the message, God gave me sons of glory. Hallelujah. While we rejoice because God, we're hearing what the Spirit is saying to the church. I want you to turn your Bibles to John chapter 1 and verse 14. John chapter 1 and verse 14. It says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Apostle John says, we beheld his glory. He's probably referring to the day when Jesus took him, Peter, John, and James, up on the Mount of Transfiguration. And the Bible says in Matthew 17, 1, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as the light. Hallelujah. They experienced, they saw his glory. At that very moment, verse 5 says, while he was still speaking, while Peter was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. We thank in our spirit of God for your anointing on your word. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In the glory, it's a dimension where the spirit realm and the natural realm mesh. They entered a realm of glory where they physically saw a cloud and they physically heard the voice of the Father. In the glory, the heavenly and the physical become intertwined. Hallelujah. And I believe this is the dimension the church is entering into more and more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've entitled my message today, Sons of Glory, because that's who we are. I'm not only speaking of Jesus, the Son of God, who is the Son of Glory, but of us as sons. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 5, you are all sons of the light. Everybody lift your hand and say, I'm a son of the light. You are sons of the day, he said. In Ephesians 1 verse 4, he says, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before Him in love, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. Hallelujah. You and I were created for His glory. There's deeper dimensions in God that the Spirit is leading us into. Hallelujah. God has not designed that we have a religious experience. 
He's designed that we, the church, have a glory experience. Hallelujah. We are designed to breathe the atmosphere of glory. Just like a fish is designed to swim in water, we are designed to breathe the glory. We are created to live in the glory. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Think of that. God formed you in such a manner that you can be a carrier of his glory. I've created him for my glory. In other words, that's what he had in mind when he created you, when he designed you, that you should be a carrier of his glory. He says, I have formed him. Yes, I have made me. Everybody lift your hand and say, Father, you formed me and made me like this to know your glory. Hallelujah. God is leading us into the deeper realms and experiences in him hallelujah salvation is great but we need to move on from salvation we need to move deeper we need to move into the the dimension of the glory hallelujah you know the bible says and we often hear people say that adam and eve you know they they were found naked in the garden but they weren't naked as as in unclothed they were clothed with glory hallelujah god designed us to live in glory when sin came the glory left ichabod but you and i have been born again of the spirit so that we can once again enter the glory how many of you know jesus restored all things and we are sons somebody say hallelujah we, we are designed for the glory dimension. So I'm going to speak to you today about those three dimensions, including the glory. When you look at threes, it's amazing. Scripture is full of threes. Threes is the first complete holy number. You, you will find that God reveals himself in three dimensions. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He is the God of Abraham. Isaac and Jacob, threes. Jesus ministered for three years. He turned 30 and he ministered for three years. At the age of 33, he went through death, burial, and resurrection. Hallelujah. And he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. Then he rose on the third day and he said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. And you and I, think, think of it. I, I was just struck when I was doing this that even our offerings for born-again believers, our seed offerings brings forth in three dimensions, 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. Hallelujah. So there are three dimensions in the spirit. So when you look at the spirit realm, three dimensions. There's the dimension of faith. There's the dimension of the anointing. And there's a dimension of the glory. Hallelujah. So salvation is not the pinnacle. 
of, an, of our experience. Salvation is the entry. It's the beginning of the glories, of the deeper things of God. Hallelujah. And we are called to go from glory to glory. Hallelujah. We are called on the onward and the upward call. Somebody say, I'm going onwards. I'm going upwards. Hallelujah. Into the deeper things of God. Into the deeper experiences of the Spirit. How many of you know the Father has already opened the holy place to us? We're accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. We are welcome in the throne room of grace. Praise God. And so when, when you look at these three dimensions, faith, the anointing, the glory, do you look at the human being, us as human beings, we are also three-dimensional. You are spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Uh, we're not body, soul, and spirit. We are spirit, soul, and body. You're firstly spirit. Then you have a soul because God, who is spirit, breathed into Adam. And he became a living soul. And he formed him out of the dust. Hallelujah. So we, we are, our first dimension is our spirit. Our second dimension is our soul. And our third dimension is the body. So when you look at the soul and the spirit, there's a distinct difference between the soul and the spirit. Uh, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Hallelujah. So in Scripture, you'll find when it talks about the heart, it's speaking about your spirit. Hallelujah. Your spirit man is located in the core of your being. Yeah, in your solar plexus. That's where your spirit man is. And uh, your soul is the dimension of the mind, the will, and the emotions, that's, that's what dwells in your soul. And the third dimension is your body. So you, you and I are not mere physical beings. Science wants to teach us that, and the evolutionists, not science, evolutionists. You're a scientist if you base what you do on facts. You're an evolutionist or a theorist or a storyteller if you tell me I come from a monkey but you don't have one living proof of it hello and uh, like I heard somebody once say all those who believe we are mon come from monkeys put up your hand I want to see how you look <laughs> amen evolutionist wants to call us homo sapiens you know uh, we, we evolved from the frog we come from a natural, you know, uh, core. Our origin is animalistic. We evolved from flesh. That's not the truth. The truth is we are created in the image of God. Hallelujah. The truth is God is spirit and he knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. Hallelujah. God formed us, our bodies, from the dust of the earth and breathe life into us. Hallelujah. 
His breath is in us. His spirit is in us. He breathed into Adam and Adam became a living soul. Your life is in your spirit. Hallelujah. So man is firstly spirit, then soul, and then body. Hallelujah. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. So when you look at these three dimensions of, of a human we are three dimensions. It's very interesting that these three dimensions that we are respond to the three dimensions of the spirit. Firstly, we are spirit, soul, and body, and we respond or correspond to three dimensions in the spirit, faith, the anointing, and glory. Hallelujah. So the first dimension of man, your spirit man, responds to the faith realm. When uh, our spirit man, our initial interaction with God, our contact point is the spirit world. Spirit to spirit. Hallelujah. And so that first dimension of man, the spirit man, responds to the realm of faith. Are you with me? When God brings revelation of salvation, it is our spirit man that responds in faith and receives eternal life. Hallelujah. The Bible calls our spirit man our heart, your heart. So the Bible says, with the heart man believes unto salvation. Amen. Not with the mind, not with the soul, with the heart, with the spirit man. We are born of the spirit. The Bible says his spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are sons. So our fir that first dimension, your spirit man responds to the realm of faith in the spirit. Hallelujah. Everything received from God is firstly received by your spirit man. You have to receive it. That's why the Bible says by the spirit we speak mysteries. We speak things unknown to the soul, unknown to the natural man. It's by the spirit. Hallelujah. So what happens in your spirit affects your soul. And then ultimately, your body. Hallelujah. God imparts always when he's going to impart something to you is first spirit to spirit. Because God is spirit. Hallelujah. So it has to be imparted to our spirit before the things of God can be manifest in your soul and in your body. Are you okay with that? That's why our spirit man dimension corresponds to the realm of faith hallelujah then you are a you have a soul so the second dimension of man your soul which is your mind your will your emotions that dimension of man responds to the realm of the anointing hallelujah our soul dimension is activated by the anointing. 
That's why when you're in the presence of God and the anointing comes, you feel something. Hallelujah. You start experiencing, you feel something, your emotions get touched. Hallelujah. How many of you are just glad that when your emotions get touched in the presence of God? It's the anointing. It's your soul realm that's experiencing the anointing. So you feel something, emotions are touched. In the anointing, people weep, people laugh, people are filled with joy. In the anointing, we experience peace. The comfort of the Holy Ghost comes. Hallelujah. And suddenly, people that walked in distress are at perfect peace. Because your soul responds to the realm of the anointing. So the anointing connects with the soul dimension of man. Are you with me? Hallelujah. And we feel when the anointing is there an awareness of the spirit. Hallelujah. You sense the power of God. You are enlightened to him, his being, and you must worship. Worship happens, hallelujah. You start feeling things in the anointing. And when the anointing starts working, you start perceiving things. And you start trying to learn what is it. You start discerning what you are learning by your soul. It's not, you know, you you learn. And that's why even there, the mind, you have to have a renewed mind. So you can accurately discern what you're feeling in the anointing. So the soul dimension, the second dimension of man, is connected to the dimension of the anointing in the spirit. Are you with me? So just understand, even though these things happen in our soul realm, the anointing, it is the result of what has happened in your spirit man first. Okay? So... What begins in your spirit flows into your soul realm. Hallelujah. And now there's a, there's a connection with the second dimension of the anointing. Hallelujah. Flows through your spirit or your soul. And then when it flows through your spirit, through your soul, and it starts touching your body. When it starts touching your body, it's your physical body. Listen to me this morning. It's your physical body that responds to the dimension of the glory. Hallelujah. Your spirit man responds to the dimension of faith. Your soul responds to the dimension of the anointing. And your physical body responds to the, to the realm of glory. Okay, so when you look at, at Solomon's temple when it was dedicated, they dedicate Solomon's temple with praise, worship, offerings. And while they're doing that, the Bible says the glory of the Lord came in and they physically could not stand. Their bodies responded to the glory. They could not stand to minister. They couldn't do what they normally do because of the weight because of the glory. So you f- they feel the weight physically. So the glory uh, touches the, the physical. The cloud of glo- God's glory descended on them. 
the fire, the, the fire, a physical fire appeared and burned the physical offering. Can you see how the dimension of the glory and the dimension of the physical starts intertwining? And what's heavenly becomes earthly, manifest in the earth. So their physical bodies could not do what they were normally doing. Why? Because the physical bodies were responding to the weight of the glory. This explains why many people, when the glory enters the house, start feeling a weight. Hallelujah. They start having physical manifestations. They start shaking. Or they, they vibrate or a numbness comes on. That's the glory. That's what's happened in the spirit flowing through the soul and starting to touch your physical. Hallelujah. Or they fall down. Or they become drunk because of the glory. When your flesh falls down, your spirit rises up. Hallelujah. So often in the glory realm, I don't know if you've, not, if you've experienced this, when the glory comes, often there's a wind. You'll stand in a completely closed room and you feel a wind. There's a physical manifestation. Or you feel rain on you. And you open your eyes and say, is it raining? Is it leaking? Is the roof leaking? No. What's happening is you're experiencing the glory. There's manifestations of the spirit that's now translated through the spirit man, through the soul, and physically entering your life. Hallelujah. In the glory, hallelujah, God does for us what we cannot do for ourselves. In the glory, his perfection saturates our imperfection. In the glory, while you worship, people are healed. Hallelujah. In the glory, while you worship, people are changed. People receive. When the church enters, the glory is designed for the church. Hallelujah. The glory is not for the unsaved. The glory is designed for the church. His perfection starts saturating my imperfection. Hallelujah. In the faith realm, we believe as he speaks. In the anointing, we work the works of God. In the glory, we yield to his sovereign working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I believe the time of God's glory is upon his church. That's why God is seeking worshipers. Why? Because when we worship, the glory can come. Hallelujah. And we cannot start understanding the, the glory. Faith and the anointing is there to touch the world. But the glory is there to refresh the church. Hallelujah. We experience the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the glory. Oh, thank God for the glory. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible speaks of Jesus coming back for a glorious church. Hallelujah. DCC Wentworth, you hear me, he's coming back for a glorious Wentworth. 
Hallelujah. He's coming back for a glorified church. A church that experiences... It's amazing that when he returns, it's a glorious church. A church that will be physically translated and changed in the twinkling of an eye. From glory to glory where the spirit... Listen, where the glory, the work of the spirit touches the physical and physically lifts us. Because the glory is given for your physical body. Hallelujah. And when the glory is there, physical things start happening. Signs, wonders, miracles. Hallelujah. When the glory is there, there's manifestations of the Spirit. I was in a service once where, while, while we in the service and we and just worshiping, suddenly there was like gold, they call it gold dust, but it's not dust. It was like a gold, soft gold that just appeared on the preacher's uh, coat and on his Bible. And he called me, he said, Johnny, come here. And he took his Bible and he wiped it on me in my whole, my whole uh, jacket. had gold dust all over it. I, I touched it. You, you can't lift it up. You can't blow it. That's why it's, dust is not the right word. It's almost the, the essence of it's like a bit oily, watery. But it's manifestations of the Spirit. Signs, wonders, hallelujah. And God has prepared us. So when you look at the realms of your body, your, your spirit, your soul, your body, responding to the different realms of faith, the anointing and the glory, you understand that the more you press into God, the more your physical body becomes saturated in the, in the presence. Hallelujah. And you can be transformed. Somebody say hallelujah. Our physical bodies get caught up. You know, that, that same heating and the heat. And how many of you sometimes while you're worshiping, your hand just starts shaking? That is, that is the, the spirit realm entering you, starting touching the third dimension. Where your body starts responding. The, the glory of God's coming on you. Or you're standing there and suddenly, you know, there's wind and you look and there's no wind. Or the water falls on you. Or you just fall down the presence of God. That's the glory. Now, the same way as the glory brings physical manifestations and changes your body, the day's going to come where you're standing there and the same sensation happens, but God just sovereignly takes it further. Hallelujah. He sovereignly takes it to the place where you change in the twinkling of an eye. And you caught up. Hallelujah. Because the heavenly realm has become the physical realm. Hallelujah. How many of you know heaven? When we go to heaven, you receive your glorified body. Heaven is a place where you have a glorified body body and that is why the glory corresponds to the natural you can have a glory experience i'll take all i can take right now let us be so close to god so experiencing the glory that we'd be like paul says whether i was in the body or out of the body i don't know 
But such a man was caught up. And such a man had an experience in God. Hallelujah. Where God takes you. Listen, God's interested in your whole being. Hallelujah. Not just for your spirit man, but for your soul and for your body. Hallelujah. Some people think God's not interested in your body. He's very interested in your body. He calls your body the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The place where he will dwell. Hallelujah. The third dimension. And I believe God's opening that dimension to the church. Hallelujah. And we grow. And we can recognize the glory. We often tell people that when you come into the presence God, of God, you praise until the anointing comes. You worship until the glory comes. And then you stand in the glory. You let God do what he's going to do. Hallelujah. I sense a glory of God over this place. I sense a sovereign move of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The mighty anointing, He responds when there's a hunger, when there's a desire, when there's a seeking after God, the Spirit of God responds. He comes where He is sought after. He comes where He is thirsted after. Hallelujah. And as we respond to Him and we, we take our eyes off the natural, we take our eyes off the things of the world, the glory of God starts coming. Hallelujah. And even now, the anointing, the Spirit of God is here. And you're going to start experiencing the glory, the touch of the presence and the power of God in this house this morning. Hallelujah. Why are we to know these things? Because when the glory comes, when you start experiencing the manifestations of the Spirit, you can start opening your heart and expecting God to do some miraculous things. Hallelujah. When you worship and the glory comes, you walk out of the service and what was broken is healed. What is missing is restored. Hallelujah. When the glory comes, recreative miracles start taking place. You might have had an operation. They took your pancreas out, but you walk out completely healed. Your pancreas is back. Hallelujah. In the glory... Things are restored as God had planned them from the beginning. In the glory, there's nothing missing. In other words, the way God spoke your life into being, the way God created you to be, is restored to the way that He had designed it to be. It is on earth as it is in heaven. Let your glory touch our lives, O living God. This morning we hunger, we thirst. We seek after and we yield to you, Spirit of God. Let your sovereign move fill the house. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming Word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za